car repair, the nightmare of the Western world. You don't know the difference between the catalytic converter and the powertrain, the carburetor and the camshaft. You've been ripped off endlessly by unscrupulous mechanics who've charged hundreds or thousands of dollars. You're sick of feeling like a complete idiot and you just don't want to take it or pay for it anymore. Well, your life's about to change. Meet Pam Oaks, ASE certified and top-notch auto technician host, shop owner, and author of Car Care for the Clueless, or how to make money while maintaining a vehicle. She'll answer your questions and teach you how to talk car talk. Get under the hood right now with Pam. Hey, welcome back to another episode. We're going to be talking about everything you wanted to know about automotive parts service and what's going on in the world of cars and trucks, but we're afraid to ask. I'm going to let you in on the straight skinny of what's up and coming for your automotive experience. And let me tell you, some of it's uh, pretty interesting, pretty fascinating. Some of it, consumer beware, and we'll talk about that. This is brought to you by Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate owned. If you're in need of an engine or transmission, ask for Jasper by name. I put them in my personal shop truck that we have at work on my customers' cars. And you know what? It's great. I have a 100,000 three-year warranty on it, and that's transferable if I sell the vehicle. And, you know, speaking about selling the vehicle... It's pretty expensive out there right now. Actually cheaper to repair your car in most cases. So keep that in mind and ask for Jasper by name. You know, this past weekend, I attended a three-day conference regarding car care and what's up and coming. There's so much out there that I need to pass this on to you because this is going to help you make informed decisions, what you can do best for you and your vehicle, and most of all, keep that money in your wallet. So without further delay, let me get started with this. We've got a whole plethora of automotive things to go through, beginning with the HCC engine. That's right, it's what's up and coming, the HCC engine. There's a reason why automakers don't want you to pop the hood anymore, and I've always stressed that. You always have a professional. You know, you have a dentist to take care of your teeth. You have a physician to take care of your body as a whole. You have an ophthalmologist to take care of your eyes, and you have an automotive technician to take care of your car. There is no difference, folks. Everybody has to have the training, even more so today, because up and coming, in a lot of cases, have already introduced with the diesel, but they are going full throttle with the 500 to 2,000 PSI fuel pressure. That's right, PSI, pressure per square inch fuel pressure underneath the hood of your automobile. The reason why we don't want you messing under the hood there, and I'm going to stress this because it could possibly maim or kill you. Let me tell you how easily this can happen. You've fiddled around with cars in the past, and you said, hmm, I wonder why my car won't start, doesn't have any spark or no fuel. Let's check the fuel. And seeing how the fuel line is, saying, Well, I don't have an adapter for that, but uh, I'm sure we can manufacture something. You manufacture something, you crack that fuel line, and you're getting at least 500 PSI fuel. Now, that fuel is going to be atomized. It's going to be in a spray. Think of it as a water hose spraying out when it has a little crack. Well, that spray, that atomized fuel, will actually permeate your skin. And when it does that, where it hit... It can actually kill the skin or kill the limb, your arm, your leg, etc. And in some cases, 
people haven't gotten that treated and death will occur. So if that doesn't scare you, let me tell you what will because you're going to sit there and you're going to say, hey, let's check for spark. We found out about the fuel just now, so let's check the spark. Well, a lot of the vehicles now are having intermittent spark high temp combustion. And in layman's terms, basically the spark plug will give you an initial spark. And then the way the vehicle is set up, the stroke of the piston is going to be the same. But how the valves open and how the combustible gases are inside are going to be a lot different. And that engine's going to run a lot hotter on purpose to give you your optimum fuel economy. So that's another reason to stay out from underneath the hood, let the professionals do it, and you stick to what you do best, and we'll stick to what we do best, and everybody will be safe and happy. You know, speaking about fuel savings, let's talk about the fuel savings of the hybrids. The hybrids are really coming out in force, and you know we have that new federal mandated EPA MPG, and that miles per gallon needs to be up where the feds told us to be. So everybody's been doing things here and there and you're going to see more electrical assisted engines and basically it's a hybrid because it also will contain the lithium-ion battery and the electric induction motor and the regenerative braking system boy those are a lot of fancy words aren't they well let me explain to you what that means that means when you're at idle or under certain conditions that engine's going to shut down and the charge from that lithium ion battery, that big expensive battery, is going to turn on the electric inductive engine. And that motor is going to provide all the creature comforts of home that you have in your car. And it's going to move the car forward until it is deemed necessary for the engine to turn on again. The third thing that I talked about was the regenerative braking system. That means that while you're braking, that energy produced while braking is actually being recycled and put back into that lithium ion battery. So think of it as a circle. You have the battery, you have the electric motor, the battery turns the electric motor on, the electric motor uses the juice out of the battery, and the brakes, when braking, puts the juice back in the battery. It has this little circle. You know, talking about these expensive batteries, and of course, they're going to have warranties on them. Well, the new car batteries, which you will have a battery in these vehicles to start the car initially, just like we have in days past. But batteries, the companies have decided that they're going to be going into what they call a full warranty. Remember the days past where you used to prorate the battery? Oh, they'd give you 12 or 24 months free. And then after that, it was an extra fee. Maybe a dollar fifty or two dollars every month afterwards. No more. It's going to be in some cases eighteen months, twenty months, twenty-four months, and then after that time expires, if that battery fails in your car, you're buying a new battery, full boat, no more proration. They've had some issues with this, legal issues with some of the battery manufacturers. And everybody's falling suit and they're going to give you a timed warranty and after that you're gonna be paying no more proration they have good better and best parts and we were at a meeting where one of the manufacturers said yes we make good better or best parts and 
You can buy the good ones, the cheap ones, or you can buy the better ones, or you can buy what they call now professional grade parts. Now we want you to always remember that it is in your best interest, even though you're thinking you're getting rid of the car in a month, because usually you're not, in your best interest is to keep the professional grade. You always want the quality part in your vehicle, no matter what it is. It is no fun having a part replaced and getting stuck in the side of the road, somewhere where you're not familiar with, or late at night, you have the kids in the car, you're coming back from the movies. It's not fun when that part fails and leaves you stranded. So therefore, to make everything more in your favor, in the house favor, just like Vegas, we want you to put, we want you to put professional grade parts in your vehicle. And, you know, that was another thing that at the meeting that they were talking about is how important this is, but we also understand everybody's budget. When it comes to safety and reliability and even budget in the long term, best is the best. Let's keep the best, not the better or not the good part, but the best part in your car, money in your wallet. Keep that money in your wallet. Remember, this is what that's all about, to keep the money in your wallet. And another thing, too, that came up was the service engine lights on and off. People are driving with them on. They're relying upon these boxed national chain auto parts stores that tell them what's wrong with the car because, like I said, money's tight and they do it for free. Well, they're just pulling a code and you know what? They're selling parts. They're not doing this for free. Oh, you need an oxygen sensor? Well, you know what? We sell oxygen sensors. Here you go. Have a nice day. And it doesn't work like that, folks. But on the same hand, you need to have the check engine light off. If any fool had told you that it was okay to run around with the check engine light on, well, you know, they need to be paying your fuel bill because a minimal, minimal, it's been estimated that the minimal amount of fuel you waste because a check engine light on is 10% of what's in your tank. Think of that, 10% is going right out the tank. In 10 tanks, you'll have, uh, you're wasting an entire tank of gas. Why? Keep that money in your wallet, have an ASC Blue Seal shop or an ASC certified technician, check that vehicle over and fix that check engine light. You don't want it on, and remember, it can come on for four or five hundred different reasons. You need to have it off to keep money in your wallet long term. So please, please, please pay attention to that check engine light. Talking about parts, we're going to go back to parts because I missed this one and I can't pass this one up. Talking about good, better, best, these are the best, but you are going to pay for this. Between eight and $12,000, the estimate for this option on your car. They are a new brake material. They are ceramic composite pads and rotor. Not only do they improve fuel economy, but you don't have to change them out until about 180,000 miles. Geez, you probably won't have the car, unless you're me, for 180,000 miles. I just was flabbergasted when I heard this. 180,000 mile pad and rotor you don't touch. But, like I said, 
there is a dollar amount for this and it's eight to twelve thousand dollars they're starting them on the european cars and i'm sure that the asian and domestic are not far behind using these and while we're talking about taking a break we're going to take a moment here and recognize ac delco parts ac delco parts i put them in my car i have them in my mom's car i've been putting them in my customers cars for decades and you know why because I know they are the best part. That's right, remember good, better, best? This is the best part for your car and it doesn't matter if you have foreign or domestic application, AC Delco makes it. And you need to have it in your car because this is the type of part that's not going to leave you on the side of the road stranded after it's been replaced or gonna waste your money. This is a good, solid, quality part. So when it's time for a part replacement, remember to ask for AC Delco by name. So let's get back to the show and let's see. Hmm, on my list, what were we talking about? Okay, so I'm going to give a little self-promotion here. Can't help doing this because it's all to benefit you. But in about two to three weeks, on a bookshelf near you or on the website, Amazon.com, or our Car Care for the Clueless, all spelled out, .com, PamsMotorCity.net, the latest Car Care for the Clueless, Successful Used Car Buying 101, will be available to you. And this takes you from, should I or should I not get rid of my car right now? down to signing the documents, taking the keys, and going on your first drive. It's all about you. And let me tell you, you deserve it because I have seen what goes on when it's time to purchase a car. I picked up my dealer's license in 2009. Boy, have I seen a lot, guys. And this book's going to help you out. It's an easy-to-read, layman's terms, nothing fancy, I've got a section in there where you can write your notes down for when you're going to purchase a car. You can go step by step. It's called Car Care for the Clueless Successful Used Car Buying 101. Like I said, in about two to three weeks at a bookshelf or the internet near you. Car Care for the Clueless was recently featured in the Atlantic Journal-Constitution, and this would be in the Atlantic Bargain Hunter. And they had a wonderful reporter. Her name was Nedra Roan, and Nedra asked me the other day about five ways to save money on gas, and I want to pass this on to you because uh, they're basic, simple things you can do in your driveway doesn't cost you a dime, and it's going to save you gas. When it saves you fuel, it's going to keep money in your wallet. You make money, money that you have found, found money. I loved found money. You know, it's like when you uh, get that old winter coat out and you find that $10 bill stuffed in the bottom of the uh, pocket. Yep, found money. Well, here's some more. And first, we're going to tell you to what Peter Sudak, your gadget guru, and I always say, get the junk out of the trunk. That's right. You wouldn't believe the stuff that people store in the trunks. I've seen books, bowling balls, golf clubs, sometimes just general garbage. It's horrible. It needs to be out of the trunk. Even though it may just be a few extra pounds in some cases, it all adds up in the fuel economy. And remember, when you watch your pennies, your dollars will follow so get that junk out of the trunk. Another thing, keep air in your tires. 
but you just can put the ear in. You don't have to buy that fancy nitrogen stuff. When you run over a nail, you know, it doesn't care what medium's in your tire. It's going to come out. That air's going to come out. Nitrogen air, it doesn't matter. It's coming out with that nail in the tire. But the misnomers that it makes your car ride nicer, etc., etc. No, the proper tire pressure makes your car ride nice. The proper size tires on the car, too. So we want you to visit your established ASE Blue Seal Shopper dealership once a month. On a day you remember, like if you were born on the 20th, stop on the 20th and have them top off the fluid levels and the air pressure in your tires. And remember, this always should be a free service. There should be no charge for this. It'll take about 5 to 10 minutes, but no charge, free service. And if it's not free, you need to find a new shop. Another thing that I always tell everybody that when you're getting gas, turn your wheels away from the gas pump and put the car in park, pull the key out, get out of the car, walk around the front of the car, and let's take a look at that tire tread on those front wheels. Does it look even straight across? Or does it look like it's getting maybe a little scalloped or a little worn on one side? If so, it is time for you to go back to that ASC Blue Seal Shopper dealership and have them check the alignment. Remember, the vehicle out of alignment is given extra drag on that car, and extra drag means extra gas. We want to keep that gas in the car, and by keeping proper alignment, we're doing so. Use your cruise control. I always use a cruise control when I can. It doesn't matter if I'm on the highway or in town. I have a stretch of road getting over to the main artery. It's about two miles. I use my cruise control every morning and every evening coming home. And on that main artery, sometimes you get in the pack and you can use the cruise control because everybody's behaving themselves. And there's more savings. It all adds up. And remember, just because you have it on cruise control does not mean it's time to text or talk. No, cruise control does not mean automatic pilot. It means save you money. So use your cruise control properly. Another thing we were talking about, top tier fuel. How many times have you heard me talk about top tier fuel? And if you don't know where your local top tier fuel station is, remember you can Google toptierfuel.com and it will give you the Canadian and the U.S. petroleum companies that are deemed top tier. Now, we want you to put this top tier fuel in there because that makes every car run peak performance, peak MPG, miles per gallon, and the lowest emissions. So, you know what? Put that health food, that top tier fuel in your car and leave the junk food to those who don't care or want to be cheap about it. But in the long run, they're wasting money and getting more repairs because they're going to have more emission issues. One other thing, you know, it's kind of tough. You get out of light and you get in traffic, you get aggravated, you want to get out of there, and you do that jackrabbit start right off the line. Where are you going to? Not going any farther than everybody else. You're going up to the next red light. So, stop yourself, calm down, pull over, go get a coffee or something, and don't do the jackrabbit start. Don't let your temper get the best of you. It's not good for you, it's not good for your car, and it's not good for your wallet because you're going to be paying for it in the end with your fuel economy. Speaking about the end, we're kind of cruising down towards the end of our show, and I 
don't want to miss out on our email question of the week. Our email question of the week was from our Car Care for the Clueless forum. And our email writer for Zenzio asks, How often should I change my oil? I have a 2011 Jeep Grand Cherokee and it's telling me it's time to have my oil changed. It's only been 3,000 miles or, or about five months since my last tune-up. I read some articles that say this would be too soon. What's the best way to gauge when your car is ready for a change? Well, you know, this is pretty simple because we are going to have you get involved with your ASE Blue Seal Shop or your ASE Automotive Technician. And, you know, it's not the car or the truck that takes an oil change interval, but it's based on your driving habits. You know, do you drive in rush hour like most of us every week or every weekday? How about uh, letting the vehicle idle while waiting for the kids to get out of school in the afternoon? Boy, we see that a lot, don't we? Here's another one. Uh, do you pull a bolt or trailer behind you, you know, in your car or truck? If you answered yes, you may be considered what they call a severe duty driver. Does your daily commute take more than 10 miles in one direction from home or the office? Or are you on the highway more often than on the city streets? And if you answered yes to these two questions, you may be considered a normal duty driver. The best person to tell you which category you and your vehicle belong is your trusted ASC certified technician. You need to sit down with that automotive professional and explain your daily driving habit routine. Just your normal route to and from work. Don't have to tell them about the family vacation or that you went to the beach that weekend, but just to and from work. And you know, from this bit of information, your ASC certified technician is going to be able to make an informed decision whether you are a normal or a severe duty driver. So let your established tech, the one who knows you and your car best, to tell you if it's time to change your oil every 3,000 miles. Thank you. Thank you for that email question. We appreciate it. And I hope our listeners got some good information regarding the uh, automotive clinic that I went to for the last three days this past weekend. Got a lot going on, a lot up and coming. And we're telling all this to you, the consumer, so you too can be a savvy car care consumer. Until next week, take care. Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure to come back next week for another edition of Car Care for the Clueless. And don't forget to look for Pam's book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. You'll find it on our website. Just click on the icon, Host Website. See you next week.